Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Drinks with Allie podcast, where we're talking everything from red, red wine to pina coladas. My name is Allie, and as always, I'll be your host today. This is episode 21. Today is Friday, February 5th, and it's a free-for-all Friday where we talk about a random drinks topic. Like I mentioned on Wednesday, the next bunch of episodes are all about getting ready for the stupid holiday that is Valentine's Day. In case you guys missed my rant on Wednesday, I really, really, really dislike Valentine's Day. And no, it's not because I'm perpetually single. (laughs) Uh, Whether you're coupled up, a single Pringle like myself, or celebrating Valentine's Day, these shows are for you. They're all about different Valentine's Day ideas. Today, we're talking about two of my favorite things in the whole world. Uh, We're talking wine and chocolate. Honestly, guys, there is so much about wine and chocolate pairings that just makes so much sense. I can't even begin to talk, think about how perfectly awesome and amazing these are, that it would be a shame for me not to talk to you about it. So let's jump on in, shall we? First off, we have to talk about chocolate. If you're going to enjoy a wine and chocolate tasting, go out there and splurge on good chocolate. You can thank me later. And I'm not just talking, like, by lint versus, I don't know, Cadbury's or whatever. Seriously. It is seriously so worth it to have a high-quality chocolate if you're going to do this. And hey, if there's a local chocolatier or a chocolate maker in your local area, send them some love. It's middle of a pandemic. They're probably not going to be able to make that much. Selling a lot of chocolates to people that just wander in. It's going to be a lot of pre-orders right now, so send them some love and buy from them. It is so worth it, and not only will it taste a million times better, you'll be still supporting a cool local entrepreneur. Win-win for everybody. Alrighty, now you can pair any kind of wine or any kind of chocolate with wine as far as dark milk or white. I personally, this is a personal preference, you can do it, we'll talk about it at the end of the show, I personally like to avoid things with flavors, so things like after eights or any minty chocolates or sea salt caramels when I'm doing a wine and chocolate pairing. Um, like I said, maybe I'll give you some examples at the end of the episode, but for me, I like to stick with just the nice solid basics, get multiple um, percentages in my darks, so uh, you know, a 50, a 65, and 75, and 80, and maybe a 90 makes a great tasting. Throw in a couple of milks and a white, you're rocking. So before we get too far, let's back her up and talk a little bit about chocolate itself. Chocolate, all chocolate, starts from the same beans, except for ruby chocolate um, or that cool pink chocolate that was like super popular about a year or two years ago. And it was like pink in color and the beans themselves were pink and it was really neat and super trendy and all the celebs were eating it. I've had it. It's actually really tasty. Um, so, but every other chocolate in the world comes with the same kind of beans. The beans are harvested and fermented. I knew I liked chocolate for a reason. And then dried and shipped to chocolate makers. Side note, cacao is a fruit. And what we eat is essentially the cacao seeds. So it's a fruit that hangs on the tree. And we eat the little pods or little beans, which are actually the seed of the cacao plant from inside a piece of fruit. So when the beans arrive at the chocolate maker, 
or from out of the fields. They're roasted and pressurized to create um, cacao liquor, cacao powder, cocoa, sorry, cocoa liquor, cocoa powder, and cocoa butter. This is where it changes from being cacao to cocoa, uh, which is kind of confusing personally for me. Um, so dark chocolate uses both cacao liquor, cacao, cocoa liquor, sorry, cocoa butter, and sugar. Milk chocolate sees the addition of milk powder to the dark chocolate mix, so that cocoa liquor, cocoa butter, and sugar. And then white chocolate, by contrast, is cocoa butter, sugar, and milk powder. And since it doesn't contain cocoa liquor, some people, chocolate lovers, chocolate makers, chocolate peeps, don't consider it a real chocolate because it just has butter instead of the liquor. So it doesn't have any of the brown parts. Whatever. I like white chocolate. I think it's great. I actually really like all chocolate, except for like a 95% dark. Not into that. The mixture is then conched or rolled and kneaded and heated and aerated over and over and over, and then um, put into blocks. It's then tempered, or sorry, it's then delivered to our chocolatier, who then tempers the chocolate and molds it from there and creates different flavors and different patterns and makes it look all pretty and all that stuff. For pairings, you really can't go wrong with any of these chocolates if you pick a sparkling one. A nice brute or a dry sparkling is so tasty with all forms of chocolate. Not gonna lie, it's my number one go-to pairing for all chocolates. So, doesn't matter what you're doing, if you're doing white, dark, milk, ruby, anywhere you go, flavored, sparkling wine is gonna be your friend. Um, when I worked for the winery, we actually used to host a wine and chocolate pairing seminar. And we often would serve a sparkling in our flight just so that it would A, cleanse the palate, and B, would be really friendly for everybody's palate with all of the chocolates. So remember, when you're tasting wine and food, wine and chocolate, chocolate is a food. Um, I mean, it's made from beans. It's essentially a salad, right? It's all going to be individual preferences. And from day to day, it can be different and individual as well. Keep that in mind. Keep your mind open. Relax and enjoy. So, With dark chocolates, you want to stick to things with a little bit more body as far as the weight of the wine. So things like Barolo, Ozzy Shiraz, Zinfandel, Chianti, and Cabernet Sauvignon. But use caution. Since dark chocolate, especially the ones over 80%, can taste a little bit bitter, Having it with a super dry wine can, can lead to a mouthful of super bitterness. At that point, you're going to want to look for something on the sweeter end of the scale. So you're looking at port or sherry or even an ice wine. So it just kind of depends on where you get the sweetness in those wines. will temper out the bitterness in your 80 to 95% dark chocolates, making it a little bit more balanced and a little bit more easy, manageable to consume. But don't be afraid to experiment. Try different things. Milk chocolate offers the widest range of wine pairings by far. Again, it will depend on the percentage of milk fat versus cocoa liquor in the chocolate. But um, I'm going to call milk chocolate anything under 50% um, if you're reading the label. Say 50% dark or anything less than that. I would call it a milk chocolate. So... We can definitely go with both whites or reds with milk chocolate. It doesn't really matter. Um, they're both going to do well.
So for our whites, we have something like Chardonnay. So a nice creamy New World Chardonnay or even a Chablis. Very nice with milk chocolate. Rieslings, both dry or sweet, um, are great. They can change how sweet the chocolate tastes depending on how sweet your wine tastes. I personally would avoid something like Sauvignon Blanc um, as they tend to be higher in acid and have more grassier green notes to them, which can be harder to pair. It's the same as Gewürztraminer. I know that Gewürztraminer has a lot of spice notes to it in its flavor profile, but because it's a dry wine, it can, I don't know. For me, it's a really hard one to pair. Um, I'm not a big fan of pairing it with chocolate. It does work. I've done it a couple times with milks and with whites. Just not a big fan for me personally. It's my own personal preference. Um, other great whites, Viognier, uh, Alsatian Pinot Gris. So again, remember Alsace is a region in northeastern France. Um, it's a very fought over little piece of territory um, in that region. Or a nice dry rosé. Yes, I know rosé is not a white, are all also great choices when it comes to milk chocolate pairings. For our red wines and chocolates, milk chocolates specifically, again, we can pick Shiraz or Barolo, depending on your content of your chocolate, your um, milk, milk percentages. Uh, then we also have Merlot, Pinot Noir, Gamay Noir, so your lighter bodied reds, also fantastic with milk chocolate. Ruby Ports are a great pick. And so are Lombruscos. Um, Lombrusco is a semi-sweet red sparkling wine from Italy. Um, I think they're tasty. I love Lombrusco. Shockingly, though, white chocolate is great with dry reds like Gamay Noir or Pinot Noir. Um, it's really quite fun to pair white chocolate. I have enjoyed it with Zinfandel before. That kind of sweet, spicy, or sweet, bitter combo um, I personally think is great. Um, and I really enjoy doing that, so I find it to be quite fun. Sweeter Rieslings, as well as Pinot Gris, are both great with our white chocolate. Along with sweeter sparklings, ice wines, or light, like lighter style ports. So you have some options there when it comes to your white chocolate pairings. Now the best way to taste your wine and chocolate pairing is to start with a small sip of your wine and really think about what you're tasting and how it tastes on your mouth. Then take a small bite of the chocolate and press it against the roof of your mouth. Let it melt slowly. Okay, you can smush it around on, with your tongue if you need to, but try and keep it on the roof of your mouth. Again, think about what it tastes like really kind of internalize what you're tasting on your taste buds. And then once it's melted, take another sip of your wine. And notice how it's changed. The pairing should bring out different flavors in both the wine and the chocolate. For example, over Christmas, we had a big, bold red blend, very much a Bordeaux-style wine with a 70% dark chocolate. The chocolate was so much richer and sweeter with the wine, and the wine itself had so much more of its red berry notes jumping out of the glass during this tasting. Remember, wine tasting is all about paying attention to what you taste and smell. So just kind of remember that as you're tasting the wine and chocolate pairings, because sometimes you'll like it and sometimes you won't. All right, as promised, filled and flavored. Again, you really can't go wrong with a nice dry sparkling um, for any of these chocolates. 
So these are like the little truffly kind that you get at the chocolatiers, and they're all pretty and painted looking, and they're filled with different things. I'm going to give you a couple of examples because each chocolatier is different. They all make a myriad of different flavors and taste profiles, and I could spend all night trying to figure out wine and food, wine and chocolate pairings for individual truffles for individual chocolate makers, and it would take hours. But if you're sticking with Super the super traditional choice of chocolate-covered strawberries for your Valentine's, Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, Sweeter-style sparkling wines, so like that Lumbrusco, are a fantastic choice on top of any of the other ones that we've mentioned um, because you're going to get those red berry notes coming out and complementing each other. Peanut butter Mori style. Madeira and Sherry, Oloroso or Amontillado Sherry's, are both great picks and so totally not old lady drinks. Uh, we really need to get ourselves away from thinking that uh, only old ladies drink sherry and Madeira or port. Uh, mint in your chocolate, your thing? Think Syrah or Turiga Nacionale, which is a full bodied red grape from Portugal. Um, again, you're getting those kind of spicy notes that and vegetal notes that match the mint, but you're getting a kind of strong, bitter, not bitterness, but uh, yeah, I guess bitterness from the red as well, kind of taking away from some of that chocolate. Uh, caramel chocolates or caramel-filled ones, personal favorite. You're going to think something like a tawny port um, as kind of your next option. Personally, I don't like trying to pair sea salt chocolates with wine. Um, salt does a lot of wacky things when you put it your mouth, and then you're drinking wine, it can really change the way something tastes. So, as always, though, don't be afraid to experiment. Maybe set up a little wine and chocolate tasting for yourself or some friends or your significant other. Don't do it with your dog. That's a bad idea. Dogs can't have chocolate. Don't have a wine and chocolate tasting with your dog unless you're just giving them wine. Then cool. Uh, so pour yourself two to six small sample size glasses, so that's about two to three ounces per glass, of a bunch of different wines you want to try, and try them back and forth with your different chocolates. So try your sparkling with your four different chocolates. Try your white wine with your four different chocolates. Try your light-bodied red wine with your four different chocolates. Try your half full or more full-bodied red wine with your different chocolates. You never know. You might just find your new favorite pairing or your new favorite chocolate. Or your new favorite wine? Who knows? So, what's your favorite? Let me know over uh, on the website. For Look for Podcast 22's page. And drop me a message there. Let me know which one you like the best. And with that, guys, we will wrap up another episode. If you want to get a hold of me, too, let me know which of the wine and chocolate pairings is your favorite. You can do that in a couple of voice. Or if you want to leave me a show topic or a question or comment, you want to reach out and talk about sparkling wine, you want to talk chocolate, I'm here for you. You can do that by via the website, drinkswithally.com. So D-R-I-N-K-S-W-I-T-H-A-L-I.com. You can either use the contact me form or you can leave a comment on this or any other of the podcast posts or on any of the blog posts. I will see it, and I will return your message, or I will turn it into a podcast, whichever one you're looking for. You can do the same thing 
by sending me an email at drinkswithally at gmail.com. So again, D-R-I-N-K-S-W-I-T-H-A-L-I at gmail.com. You can send me a direct or a private message over on any of the social media platforms that you choose to use, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MeWe, Pinterest, Spotify, or TikTok. Remember, we are pretty much viral on TikTok at this point, which is crazy and bizarre and super weird. I don't get it. I'm not sure why that video went viral. No idea. Totally bizarre. Anyways, like I said, all of them are at Drinks with Allie. So with that, guys, get ready for Valentine's next weekend. Fill your glass with something tasty. Cheers, everyone.